1: Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey.
2: Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul-Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of indiepolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall.
0: Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. It is episode number 400. Yes. Starting in late summer of 2015, we have now made it 400 episodes and something special for you today in honor of episode number 400, we're going to have a very important guest, United States Senator Joe Donnelly. Plus, we'll have a little fun today, kind of taking a look back at 400 episodes of Central Indiana today. Plus, in a little bit, we will also speak with Senator Michael Kreider and Senator Jim Merritt about this gas tax issue. It is uh, it is front and center now. The Senate has unveiled a proposal. We'll get their thoughts on that. Plus, we'll talk about Rickers and their ability to sell cold beer. going to be a big show today. Let's get right to it. We start with Indiana's United States Senator, one of two, Joe Donnelly. Here's that conversation. Senator Donnelly, thanks for being with us today. No, thank you very very much. All right, so let's talk about a big issue I know you've uh working across the aisle on this and this is protecting young athletes from sexual abuse act. Tell us about that.
3: Yeah, we were able to work together as uh, Republicans and Democrats just caring about our kids and it is to put in place um, legislation that protects our our young athletes, you know, many who are trying to get on the Olympic teams like US in the gymnastics area. And what it says is that um any uh... athlete who claims or, or says that they have been sexually assaulted or or um, uh... sexually mistreated that that is has to immediately be filed with a federal agency they have to immediately go to a federal law enforcement agency these gyms do the uh... governing body does as well to protect our children we have seen um in the past that these young people who are uh, who are such extraordinary individuals who are trying to get to the olympic team have been sexually assaulted and in the process are in effect told to keep quiet because um... if they said anything that their career could be jeopardized i can't think of anything more awful or more dangerous and so what we're trying to do is make sure our children
0: are protected what were your initial thoughts when you heard some of these rumors and reports coming out about what's going on with our uh, olympic athletes
3: i was horrified that these that these young people are put in this situation and so of course the first thing we wanted to do was find out what uh, what every detail that we could and when we found out so much of it is true uh, our only concern was how do we protect our children and how do we uh, put the bad
0: actors in jail. guest, United States Senator Joe Donnelly, you're doing some work with veterans. First one, the Veterans Credit Act. Tell us about this. It is to make sure that we uh, protect our
3: veterans, that their credit rating is not affected um, when they go to get medical care. We set up a program that Uh, Our vets, in many cases, uh, if the VA is not able to provide that particular care or um, if they live a little bit further away, can just go to the local doctor and then a bill is sent. And, And what we're trying to do is make sure that if for some reason the bill gets a little crosswise between the VA and the doctor or the medical organization, that it doesn't wind up affecting the veterans' credit. And so what we're trying to do is put a protection in place so our veterans don't have to worry about that.
0: Our guest, United States Senator Joe Donnelly. Uh, one other thing you're doing with veterans that I think is great—you're helping to try to right some wrongs in terms of how we remember our Vietnam veterans. Tell us about Vietnam Veterans Day.
3: Yeah, yesterday was Vietnam Veterans Day, and it will be um, forevermore in the United States of America. Um, President Trump signed the bill that uh, Pat Toomey, the Republican senator from Pennsylvania, and I—we did this in a bipartisan way and we were able to make it so that March 29th is Vietnam Veterans Day and we recognize those men and women who served over 58,000, think of this, who never came home, who lost their lives uh, serving our country. And, And to their memory, to the people who served, we wanted to make sure that they were never forgotten.
0: What does it mean to you as somebody who sort of grew up during the Vietnam era to be able to pay tribute to these great people? They are my heroes. They
3: they really are because they went over. Uh, they served our country. Uh, they they did extraordinary things. And um, when they came home, we we just uh, didn't treat them the way we should have. And and that's that was a wrong that we've needed to right for a long time. And as you said, this was uh, uh, I was a little bit younger, but these were. Uh, the guys when I was like in middle school who were our high school basketball team, if you know what I mean. And and these are the guys that I always looked up to and, uh, you know, had stars in my eyes when I saw these, these men and women of that age. And, and uh, they're extraordinary people. Uh, they served our country. They did it with great dignity, and I'm really proud of them.
0: Seems like every time we talk, you're getting a new award. Tell us about the Spirit of Enterprise Award. <laughs>
3: Well, it's a. I was honored to get that. It is an award from the Chamber of Commerce for trying to help small businesses and help them uh, eliminate needless regulations and be able to, uh, uh, to in effect, be left alone and create their own success. And so that's that's what we try to do in Indiana. Why do you get recognized so often?
0: I think it speaks to the the job you're doing.
3: Well, I just try to do what Hoosiers want me to do. You know, I, I when I look at something, the test really is. What does everyone in Brownsburg think? What does everybody in Crawfordsville think? And, and that's what I try to reflect.
0: United States Senator Joe Donnelly, obviously, the big news in Washington last week was the health care bill not moving forward. It didn't come to you guys in the Senate, but I'm curious to get your thoughts.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that bill did not go through for, uh, for these reasons. Over 400,000 Hoosiers, that's just Hoosiers, We're going to lose their health care. Um, for a person who's sixty four years old and maybe makes around thirty thousand dollars a year right in that ballpark their premiums are going to go from seventeen hundred to fourteen thousand which becomes unaffordable in every way and so what I had said all along and what I still say reaching out to my colleagues is look um, let's improve what we have we know about five or six or seven easy fixes that can make this uh, our health care less expensive and better Um, make it more uh, portable, all of these kind of things, and and that's what I really want to dig in on.
0: I know one of the things you had also talked about is under that bill, Medicaid would be impacted, and Indiana's now big in the Medicaid game because of HIP
3: 2.0. Yeah, the Affordable Care Act funds the HIP 2.0 process in our state, and so if the Affordable Care Act went away, so did HIP 2.0. It was gone, and part of HIP 2.0 and part of other treatments, we provide a lot of um, um, opioid and uh, drug addiction abuse treatment to folks, to a lot of young people who have been struggling with uh, opioids and heroin, and all of the funding for that would have been eliminated as well, which would have been uh, very, very challenging.
0: Do you believe this will come
3: back in some form? You know, this is uh, this is something that I'm hoping we can work together on because we know the solutions. If you know what I mean, you look and you go, well, there's 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 the answer. And we just need people of good spirit on both sides to get there.
0: All right, uh, final uh, topic here today with Senator Joe Donnelly. Uh, Obviously, you have a big vote coming up. Neil Gorsuch, Supreme Court nominee. A lot of Hoosiers want to know what your thoughts are uh, on that nomination.
3: Sure. I, uh, I've been watching his testimony. We had four days of testimony and his uh, court decisions and, and writings and stuff, and I'm going to sit down again over the weekend and, uh, and review everything. This is a very important decision, and so I want to make sure I get it right, and uh, you know, I'm going to spend this weekend going through everything. So you still have not
0: made up your mind? I'm working on that right now. Excellent. Yes, Senator, sir. thank you so much for your time, and uh, keep up the great work for us in Washington. Thank you. That was Indiana United States Senator Joe Donnelly. Always appreciate uh, the opportunity to talk with the senator. It's going to be very interesting to see how he votes on this nomination for Neil Gorsuch. We'll take a break. When we come back, Senators Michael Kreider and Jim Merritt will talk with us about some of the big issues facing the Indiana legislature this week. They include a road funding package and the ability to sell cold beer inside the gas station. You're listening to Central Indiana Today.
4: Hi, this is Billy Joe with 3 Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At 3 Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. 3 Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page.
5: This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9
6: progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033.
7: This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900.
0: You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Episode number 400. Special thanks to United States Senator Joe Donnelly for joining the program. Up next, one of the big issues this week in the Indiana legislature, as it has been every week since the session began, is how to fund roads, bridges, and other infrastructure in the state of Indiana. And we're getting down to the nitty-gritty now. The Senate has presented a proposal of their own. House did theirs a couple weeks ago. The Senate's involves $0.10 per gallon tax increase phased in over two years, new vehicle registration fee, fee for tires, and potential tolling in the future. Had a chance to sit down and chat with Transportation Chairman in the Senate, Michael Kreider, as well as Indiana State Senator Jim Merritt, as part of our Capital Happenings broadcast, which you can hear Saturday mornings, 830, right here on 98.9 WYRZ, to talk about the roads funding bill. Here's what Senator Kreider had to say. And,
8: you know, we've got this this, uh, problem with our current funding stream where NDOT is constantly in this challenge of, of what I call triaging, fixing the worst examples of our roads and bridges. And so, um, a couple of challenges play into this. First, uh, when we have been relying solely on gas tax to fund our, our infrastructure system with a little bit of general fund money tossed in. But with the, the expectation of CAFE standards doubling to essentially 50 miles a gallon in the next few years and uh, the advent of hybrids and total electric vehicles coming on the scene, we can expect about a 40% decrease in the amount of gas taxes that we collect. And so anything that we do really going forward has to be a combination of fees and taxes that will um, kind of anticipate that, that we, we can raise the gas tax 10 cents. But... At the end of the day, we're going to be collecting a smaller percentage overall of gas taxes. So I think we've come out, come up with a really interesting plan. We in the Senate were more conservative, as we typically are, and we're rolling the, the tax out that the House version had slower in a two-year uh, period as opposed to uh, just in one jump. And so the the discussion has, you know, we filed the amendment, the bill's now in the form that the Senate's going to try to move it, and um, there are differences between the House and the Senate version. So we'll end up in conference committee, and we'll try to work out those differences. But essentially, the bill as it sets uh, will allow us to capture about um, $690 million or so, and then it provides for the option of, a future look at tolling to potentially get us up to that one billion dollar number that most folks will agree is the number that we need to be at at least that mu- amount a year for the next 20 years to get our uh, roads and bridges
0: in the condition we'd like. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Episode number 400 had a chance uh, yesterday to speak with Senate Transportation Committee Chairman Michael Kreider, along with Indiana State Senator Jim Merritt, as part of our Capital Happenings broadcast, which you can hear tomorrow morning, Saturday, 8.30, right here on 98.9 WYRZ. And we'll talk a little bit about roads funding. I had a chance to ask Senator Merritt, as well as Senator Kreider, about the financial impact to Hoosiers. And one of the things that I think that has been lost on some members of the Senate is hey, $150 a year or $200 a year is a big deal um, to a lot of people and wanted to get their thoughts on the financial impact to Hoosiers. We start with Senator Merritt. Here's what they had to say.
9: Well, I think that, that goes back to the the tolls. It's, that is kind of the ultimate of user uh, fee. And, uh, and, and as well as uh, we Believe I believe, and I think many of us believe that roads are a, a big economic development factor. And and if someone is going to uh, pay for those roads, we'd like to have somebody from Illinois and Ohio and Kentucky to to do so. And and when they travel through here, uh, the tolls. It's been said, and I think it's been proven that tolls uh, prove out that they pay for a lot of the. Um, the upkeep and also some of the new construction of it. So, yeah, it, I, I think I think we all are, are very concerned about about uh, that hundred fifty dollars. I, I do think also that we don't want to end up being um, looking like Beirut and, and things are
8: crumbling and people are moving out. Senator Kreider? right? Well, the the data shows just on average a, a Hoosier driver spends about nineteen dollars a month currently and we're talking about adding uh, an estimated 5 to 6 dollars a month to that uh, uh, that amount. And so, I think uh, my my perception is having had uh, an average income most of my life as a law enforcement officer that good infrastructure actually benefits the average person because they don't have major repairs for instance, when they hit a chuck hole and they have to have their car aligned and replace a rim and all those other things that happen when we have a bad infrastructure system. If you have a flat tire, that's one thing. And, you know, you can get a tire for a reasonable amount of money. But if it's a major repair as, as part of that, then that's that has a big impact on the average Hoosier. And so we would like to get ourselves in a situation where those kind of things are rare occasions and we're we're maintaining both our state and local roads in a way that the Hoosiers can see a direct correlation between the amount of money we're taking from them in taxes and the condition of the roads that they
0: drive on and Senator Merritt we've mm-hmm. talked about this so we'll uh, Senator Craig will start with you then go to Senator Merritt on this do you worry about the after effect and you mentioned that there weren't as many people as you perhaps expected at these hearings, that nobody's felt it yet, then they feel it, then they get upset, and that's a that's a judgment call you guys have to make. How right. hard is that?
8: Well, it's I, I say that if we raise these taxes and we don't produce results, then we're going to pay consequences for that. Um, I think uh, one of the appealing things about, as Senator Merritt mentioned with the tolling, is we can't toll until we make the improvement. And so people are going to have a visible, visible representation of what they're paying for before we start collecting. Um, I ask people at my uh, town hall meetings just to give an honest assessment of what the infrastructure was like that they drove in on. And most people will agree that we need to make improvements. Now, the question is, we've got folks that span from no new taxes, never, to folks that say, let's, let's drive on pristine roadways constantly neither which are reality and so i think we're trying to find that balance and and we're working really hard to spread these fees out in a way so one group one user group is not impacted in a way that's unfair
0: you're listening to central indiana today i'm rob kendall currently speaking with transportation committee chairman michael Kreider, as well as indiana state senator jim merritt and uh, you can hear this interview in its entirety as part of our Capital Happenings broadcast, Saturday morning, 8.30 a.m. here on 98.9 WYRZ, or podcast, it's currently up now, uh, on the uh, Central Indiana Today podcast page. And uh, uh, we get into a lot more in-depth into the roads funding uh, issue on Capital Happenings this week, so great opportunity to get to know a little bit more about that issue and where the Senate is at on that. Uh, For today, though, one other topic I had a chance to talk with uh, Senator Kreider and Merritt about is this deal involving Rickers, in which Rickers was granted uh, a permit to sell cold uh, alcoholic beverages in their stores. Uh, The liquor lobby not happy about that. And uh, Senator David Long, pro tem of the Senate, and uh, House Speaker Brian Bosma have both said they are going to make changes uh, to prevent that from happening. And uh, there was a hearing in the Senate on it uh, earlier this week. It should be voted on in committee on Monday, or at least is scheduled to. Had a chance to talk to Senators Kreider and Merritt about that topic. Here's what they had to say.
9: Well, I don't think they're going to be allowed to be be allowed to sell cold beer in their current setup. I, I do believe that Kudos to Rickers for finding the uh, the gem, and uh, and the ATC actually agreed with it. So, uh, Rickers is not doing anything wrong here. They found a, a, a niche in the law, and so uh, I I don't know what's going to happen. I, I do know that uh, that uh, all these different entities who sell alcohol, be it warm, be it cold, be it uh, on Sunday when when you're talking about craft beer, when any any of these different Entities that play a role in the code that that uh, uh, that really talks to alcohol consumption, purchase, and consumption is a very difficult part of the Indiana code. And uh, and I, c- I can tell you that uh, we will we will find the answer uh, so that it's continually fair because most of these companies who sell colt beer packaged liquor stores that is their company model and that's what they depend on for their revenue they have a value to that franchise and so we have to honor that or change it but 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 um i see us uh patching the hole
8: if you will and moving on senator Crider, um having been in the executive branch and and realizing that every law that we pass here is uh in the general assembly there's some lawyer setting trying to find a way around that law and i agree that uh... Rickers didn't do anything wrong they simply uh... had a creative uh... opportunity and they seized it and so the uh, my son's an excise officer and i know the alcohol laws haven't been looked at for a number of years it probably is time to review some of those things but i i will also say that um... If, for instance, that Rickers had applied for that permit and they were denied, then there's a um, recourse. They can appeal that to the, to the board, and if they don't like that decision, they go to local court. Local courts only look at the law as it exists, and they probably would have won in court. So you're in a tough situation as a regulatory agency. You have to make what you think is the best decision based on the, the set of facts that's in front of you, and I think that's where
0: we're at. Indiana State Senator Michael Kreider, as well as Jim Merritt. Don't forget, you can hear that interview in its entirety tomorrow morning, 8.30 a.m., Saturday morning as part of Capital Happenings, right here on 98.9 WYRZ. The podcast also up now on our Central Indiana Today podcast page. You can go back and hear the whole thing. Very interesting conversation, talking a lot about roads, the Rickers issue. And we get into a little bit, uh, get to know Senator Kreider a little bit better. He's Transportation Committee Chair. That's a very big deal. So uh, check that out. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show. A little reflection on 400 episodes of Central Indiana Today.
10: You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive
0: in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Special thanks again to both of our, well, three, I guess I should say, of our great guests today, United States Senator Joe Donnelly and Indiana State Senators Michael Kreider and Jim Merritt. All right. As we said, this is episode number 400. Made it. 400 episodes. And um, just want to take a few moments to reflect on that, where the show kind of started, where it's gone to. And uh, first of all, I want to start off with a big thank you to you, our listeners, because you guys are the ones who drive everything. No listeners, no underwriters, no show, and you guys, day in and day out, both via podcast and also um, on the radio station itself each weeknight at 7 o'clock. Tune in, and not only do you tune in, but you, you talk about the show. You let people know that you're listening. And that is so important to being able to do this every single day. Look, I made a decision in the the early part of 2015 that I was going to leave elected office when my term was up uh, and not not only not run for re-election, but also not seek another office. And I did that in large part because this radio station, WIRZ, had been uh, granted its license and was going to be up and running very soon. And kind of had to make a decision. Do you want to continue to be in elected office or do you want to go back to talking about government and politics? And, you know, I said this in a couple different forms, but I'm always looking for the place where I think I can do the most amount of good. And being in elected office was a whole lot of fun. It was a thrill. It was an honor. We got a lot of things done. But, uh, you know, you're sort of pigeonholed to being able to make a difference in that specific place or that specific field and uh at the time, I was on town council, so it's really just the town of Brownsburg. And if I'd run for something else, you know, there's very specific issues maybe you can influence, but it's very hard to have a broad impact and and talk about a whole lot of issues and talk a whole about a whole lot of things. I mean, think about just in this show today, the topics that we've been able to talk about and inform you on. We talked about with Senator Donnelly. We talked about veterans' issues. We talked about the confirmation of Neil Gorsuch to the Supreme Court. We talked about the new health care bill in the country, and then with Senator. Criter and Merritt. We talked about a roads funding bill. We talked about uh, the rights of uh, law-abiding businesses with Rickers. Uh, just a whole, and that's just been one day. That's one day, one show. All the, the bevy of issues that we were able to touch on. And that's something we get an opportunity to do every single day is to inform you, the listeners. And as I look back on it, I know absolutely it wasn't an easy decision, but it was the right one. To uh, ultimately not continue to pursue elected office and to come back and and do uh, and do radio and look, when this show started, it was sort of designed to be just a local show. We were just gonna focus really on Hendricks County in the central Indiana area. And uh, you know, the show became so popular so quick that really ballooned out, and people started coming to me going, "Hey, hey, we wanna we wanna be on the show." You know, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, with Senator Donnelly. He makes the request. His people make the request to be on the show. They send the inquiry and say, "Hey, Senator Donnelly would like to to do the show, like he did today." And uh, he really he really enjoys it. We get emails from them quite a bit saying, he, "You know, he had fun being on the show and looks forward to doing it again, etc." And and that's that's an honor. That's an honor to know. I mean, obviously earlier this week we had State Superintendent uh, Jennifer McCormick and they're very accommodating everybody is very accommodating because they know people are listening to this program and you guys are such a a uh, a part of that you know as we look back on the show the metamorphosis of the show obviously the the big one was interviewing uh president donald trump and that sort of changed the game for everything and i, I kid with people you know i'm no better or worse of a broadcaster than i was when i interviewed donald trump um but in people's eyes, everything sort of changes. You're the guy that got Donald Trump. And from that point forward, it makes it a little bit easier. But really, the big issue is people know from all swaths. I mean, think about the the variety of folks that we've had on this show. We've literally had everyone from the, the now the President of the United States, uh, the previous Governor Mike Pence, current Governor Eric Holcomb, all the way to folks that once upon a time made their living in the world of professional wrestling. And these people, they want to do the show. They like doing this because they know you're out there they know you're paying attention they know they're reaching a whole lot of really educated informed involved um involved audience and without you guys there would be no shows so as I reflect back on 400 episodes um you know one of the questions that i get asked most often is who is your your favorite interview and uh, when we did that piece for the uh the Hendricks county business leader we talked a, a little bit about uh you know the different things we've done over the past two years hard to believe we're we're not quite coming up on two years. It's been about a, I guess actually about a year and a half because we really kind of got this thing going late summer of two thousand and fifteen. The the podcast started. Before we actually, uh, the station actually went on the air. We started it as a podcast. Get ready for the station to to flip over to FM airwaves. And uh, you know, it's it's. I get asked, you know, what was my favorite uh, interview? What's the favorite thing I've done? Obviously, Donald Trump um, really stands out. But it, there's just so many, and and a lot of times it's getting to know unique people in the community that offer very uh very insightful views they have uh a lot uh to present they have interesting things to talk about and we may be the only forum for them to present that view probably you know in a real time sort of thing we're the only show out there doing this uh we're the only show that every day takes somebody different you get a chance to sit down and talk to them and you walk away educated and in many cases it informed about key issues for our community and that that was the goal of the show and that's what we've done so we want to thank you for being with us for 400 very fun episodes here on central indiana today that's going to do it for us we'll talk to you monday until next time Don't forget, I got a little bit ahead of myself there. Don't forget, you can check out a podcast of today's show. You can go back and listen anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud or iTunes. Just search Central Indiana today. You can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Listen anytime you want. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Also, programming reminder, uh, different radio station, but they're very nice over here at WYRZ, and they let me do that. I'm going to be on WIBC tonight from 9 until 11, filling in for Hammer and Nigel. So I invite you to tune over and hear yours truly, Rob Kendall, over there as well. That's going to do it for me. Have a great weekend, everybody. You've
2: been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, an archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall.
1: Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group.
2: Doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indiepolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news.
4: Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317 852 5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page.
5: This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday.
6: progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6 30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033.
7: This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900.
10: You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org.
0: Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.